Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe and Star Wars The Force of Evil, among others. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, y'all. Today, Delaney and I will be taking your questions and comments on the Star vs. The Force of Evil Season 2 finale. Uh, it's our first star feedback show. We do this a lot. We do this every episode of Steven Universe. So basically, we, people have sent in their comments and... Uh we will be reading those and then uh, discussing. We had a uh, episode discussion on the season two finale of Star uh, just uh, Monday night when it came out. So check that out. I think that was a really good discussion. Um, OverlyAnimated.com. Search for the Overly Animated podca- Podcast on any of your uh, and any podcatcher. Or if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to us there. You can uh, click on our channel and find the previous video, of course. Um, we're going to – I'm going to try to keep Star discussions going for a little bit. Um I, you know, I think we have a lot to say about this show. We're going to have a uh, season three initial theories podcast at some point, and then uh, we can even get into uh, some other topics. I have a few other in mind, so it's going to be good. Um, Yeah, overlyanimated.com, and uh, definitely recommend checking out that previous episode discussion on the finale. Uh, But before we get into comments, we have news on the Starfront. Unlike uh, some other shows, we immediately get a general timetable for the next season. So Star has been renewed for season four, which is very good. It's already been renewed for season three. And season three will start in the summer. Woo! Yeah. The reaction is still in. Yeah. That's very good because um, we weren't, I mean, we weren't like watching at the time, but uh, between seasons one of two and Star was, I think, a long time. So. Uh, very good that uh, it will be coming soon. Excited? Yes, of course. And also, like, it doesn't really matter matter the airtime if it's during this. At least for me, I'm still in college, so like the summer's like good for me. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, a, a, a lot of shows slated for the summer, so it's going to be interesting. Summer of season plus star podcast die. Yeah, plus, they'll be fine. Plus Ladybug uh, Netflix dumping during during the summer. Oh God! Plus, uh, who knows what's up with Rick and Morty? So, uh, yeah. where is it? We'll see. Uh, nowhere. But uh, there you go. So, very excited for that from Star. So, uh, let's 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 check in here, Delaney. How have you been holding up since the <laughs> since the Star season two? Uh, whatever you want to call it, cliffhanger, uh, emotional ending. Um, I don't think like I don't think my like thoughts on the finale have changed really. Have you recovered? Um, I guess a little bit. It's just uh, that was just so rude. I mean, I'm definitely not. <laughs> st- I'm definitely not still at that point where I was like wanting to flip things in my room. But <laughs> it'll be. I'll, I'll survive probably. I mean, I probably won't be fully recovered until like the middle of season three but it's it's okay well well i will never be recovered <laughs> until star and marco are together again that's the only that's the only way yeah that's yeah. fair that's yeah. fair that is the that's <laughs> until then it is just a constant state of uh dismay <laughs> that's all, <laughs> dismay. yeah at the lack of starco so um yeah still yeah finale is great we don't have new, we don't have new thoughts but we'll get into all of that so okay um i have a really a lot of feedback <laughs> to be honest um you guys were great uh I sent in a lot of feedback and there's a, a lot of long comments so i'm going to warn you there's a lot of reading uh that's going to happen um if i get tired of reading i might uh pay a copy paste some for you delaney so we'll see about that <laughs> okay <laughs> there's a lot that's of reading chill. so um 
yeah so i will read the comments we'll comment on them i haven't logically grouped them everyone just does too much to say so that's good also i've saved some of the comments for our uh for our thir- season three theories podcast this isn't even all the feedback we got so that's very good but, yeah, our, our listeners very excited for uh for this the second half of star it was everyone, everyone was very into it yeah okay so let's let's start with patron alex uh, patron Alex says, uh, would just like to comment on how, uh, bad, butt moon, the, a lot of people use that word <laughs> with moon that I can't say on the pot. So, well, it was, uh, I, I had to be, I was really like yeah. concerned I was going to say it. And then I was like, Michelle, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surprised Michelle didn't say it. Yeah. That's, that's a good honestly, point. I was very impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelle, probably our second most, most frequent cursor. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm proud. Yeah. Um, how bad, but moon is becoming and that I am happy. It seems like she'll get more of a focus in season three. Also, I am uh, interested if season three takes place mostly in Muni with, uh, Marco eventually joining them via dimensional scissors. Also enjoyed the introduction to Ludo's family and wouldn't mind them making a reappearance. Uh, rip. Goatman. Finale grade A. I think I've come around to finally being more hyped about Star than SU, although upcoming hiatus (gasps) makes that bad timing. Okay. That's true. Yeah, this is a big topic of discussion is uh, I think my hype about Star and lack of hype about SU has filtered onto a lot of people here. Um, Clearly, the past month of Star has been more hype than the past month of Steven. But that doesn't... I don't think that means that we are more hype overall (laughs) for star than steven would you agree well i mean yeah it also we also have to put it in the context of like we're very much used to like so we at the summer of steven we've had what two bombs and since the summer of steven i don't know i get mixed up and then like we're now we're having regular like season coverage for a little bit and it's it's very it's kind of like we're not even used to that early with steven and then of course we have this month of star and how it you know we it's just different i think it's like stars more relevant right now kind of like there's just so much of it and like we li- they literally just dropped the last half of season two which is like super jam-packed way more jam like it's more jam-packed potentially than like the re- first half of season two and like the majority of season one Th- so like i think it's all that we have to remember like the timing like where we are right now and then um yeah but i, I mean yeah i like i love both shows I think to seasons uh, Steven Universe is more special to me for the themes that it talks about and like what goes on and like its characters than Star. But again, I do also love Star. Like they're just different shows. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically like uh, remember your excitement now. Compare it to the uh, during the like heart of season whatever of Steven that we're on. Like right. yeah. So uh, not a fair comparison at the moment. Um, what do you think? Well, yeah, we all have a whole separate podcast on this. But what do you think of um, season three taking place mostly in Muni? I think we'll see a lot of Muni, but I have, like, my own personal kind of theory that obviously we can talk about that more, but I, like, I can see it more being, like, they're going to be kind of on the run, is what I think, because, like, obviously, um, Toffee knows where to find them, so I feel like it might be more of kind of, like, Marco chasing after them, like, through dimensions. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, my initial, I don't really have firm thoughts on where we're going with the show. Um, who knows? Yeah. I, 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 I would say probably not mostly in Muni, but who knows? So also I mean, lot- seeing more Muni would be cool, but it just seems like corn and castles. So I don't know. Yeah. I would like a more developed Muni. Like they, they kind of like made fun of how lack of developed it is with the corn jokes in, yeah. the, in the finale. So um, we, we, if we're going to spend more time there, we should uh, expand the mythology for sure. Um. Yeah, so there we go. Uh, 
David's, uh, I never know how to pronounce the YouTube, David's son should did the eight, um, who is our patron Taylor, which I knew. And then I forgot. And now I know again. So this is patron Taylor. <laughs> and, I do that all the time with Andy. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's a people of screen names and they, it's, it's difficult, but David's sons, uh, uh, says, um, now that the main characters are splitting up, I look forward to the whole to a whole season of the characters we like not interacting. <laughs> well, to it, yeah, lol. That's a ruby troll, ruby troll comment. So, um, good stuff. Yeah, I am very scarred from Ruby about <laughs> this, though. I really traumatized forever. The, I'll give him. I'll give them one episode of Star and Marco apart, but the second we hit that second episode and they're not back together, I'm going to freak out because we just went through this whole thing with Ruby and, uh, it's, they're not even back together yet. <laughs> the season ended and, uh, I can't have that with Star and Marco. I mean, obviously it's not my favorite thing, but it's not going to be bother. It's not going to bother me as much because like one, I don't absolutely detest Marco with all of my heart and soul. Like I do Jean. So that's like already a ma- massive improvement and Marco can carry an episode and then like, they're going to focus on star like the, duh, like we're not, it's not like we're going to have like four episodes of just Marco. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But okay. No. I, I, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not the lack of seeing star that I'm worried about. It's that I think star is really special, but I also think that maybe even more so than her is the number one aspect of the show is star and Marco interacting. Like, I think that's, like, the best part of Star Wars The Force of Evil. So taking that away is really not a good idea. But um, that's why – and I don't think they're going to do it for a long-term a long term period. Uh, and I, f- I can feel like maybe, like, Star can call him, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They, be- if they If they somehow uh, connected – not even though they're – yes, they, they get, maybe they'll get into something like that. But um, I think – they're aware of how, and yes, I get that separating them is going to, is in heightens the, what's going to happen when they reunite and stuff like that. But it doesn't make the, the time we spend away from them any easier in terms of like, like quality of episodes type of thing. I think they're very much aware in that the same way, like Kim Possible was aware with Kim and Ron. Like that was the real strength of like Kim Possible. It wasn't just because how awesome Kim Possible is because like she's awesome, but also like her relationship with Ron and like everything that was going on. And like that's literally the point of Kim Possible a stitch in time. Like the whole point. It's literally the whole point. So I feel like, like I feel like they might be kind of not lampooning it, but like they could be going very much for this, like a lot of thematic acknowledgement of them being apart, which I think that makes it better. Like talking about them being apart and kind of having parallels as opposed to like having them like to both do like two different things. Yeah. Um, we'll see what they do. I, 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 I strongly think that they won't, this won't be long-term, but they did. Leave it certainly a, won't be Ruby link. Right. Yeah. They won't be the whole season, but they did leave a significant barrier with the confession. So it's not like it's, it's uh it's an easy fix here. So right. um, they're gonna have to confront their feelings again, which they did. And um, I don't really think that's too much of a problem. I feel like it's more just the fact that Star, you know, left and Toffee and uh, they might be on the run and it doesn't Marco know where they are type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. well, we will see. More that's what this. matters to Marco first and foremost. Yeah. As we saw with Marco running immediately after, he does not care that um, no. he's way more concerned with um, 
her as his best friend and her as someone he cares about a lot than um, this uh, feeling conflicted about her having feelings for him. Well, it's like regardless of like romantic or platonic, Marco loves Star. Yeah. Like that's just a simple fact. Also, there's no reason um, Marco would be super weirded out by (laughs) Star. Uh, This is not the reaction I'd I'd care. Marco kind of seemed like it in their conversation that he was weirded out by it, but I don't think he's going to be worried out by it. No. I like he's like I don't know it's, I, we don't get to it but uh, I can see there being a thing where Jackie's like you're in love with Star go away right yeah that they could totally get into that type of thing yeah because Marco's the kind of idiot that he needs that to happen to him so it'll be fine yeah uh, the, the, and Jackie's the, cool enough that she'd do that yeah I don't think uh, Marco's gonna be like uh, oh I love right away like oh I love Star now goodbye Jackie like he's gonna it's he's gonna be like oh I'm still dating Jackie I still like Jackie like it's it's gonna take probably someone yeah. to hit him over that but, but he'll be like really sad and stuff and he'll be like oh Star and I used to do this and Jackie's gonna be like Marco yeah and they, and they got into a lot of they I thought that's where they're going in the finale yeah because Jackie yeah. was like she just like ditched them that was really good <laughs> yeah Jackie's a bro yeah I, I yeah I thought I thought they were going that direction. We'll we'll, we'll probably see a lot of that. Okay, um, here is uh, frequent commenter and patron Steve's comments. Uh, it's a lot, and I have condensed. This is the condensed version. Um, I have condensed a lot of these long comments. There's uh, a few others as well. So uh, a lot of different stuff here from Steve. So let's we'll take it piece by piece. Steve says, "I agree. I disagree with Moon a little bit. I think Muni knowing the truth is important. They need some tough love in the long run. What is best? The only way for both Muni and the monsters to live happy. Uh, Muni the Muni people need to get outside of their bubble and realize how, hor- how horrible they are to the monsters. But now the Pandora's box is open. Maybe they can learn that, and in the long run, everyone will be better off. Um, so." We didn't really get into this too much, but this whole thing of Moon hiding the uh, information from her people. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit scarred with this trope because the 100 is doing this exact same plot right now. (laughs) And it's not good. So um, if we know it's fine, like it's it's just it's I just don't think this is a good plot line. And I'm kind of glad that it wasn't like a long term. It was like five minutes of the show. And then it's like, okay, this isn't that interesting. I don't think the leader withholding information thing is, is very interesting anymore. It's just in too much media right now. Yeah, and I also don't think, like, I really don't feel like the people of Muni are going to play into, like, anything. <laughs> like, like, this is definitely more of, like, a royal family star, like, attitude thing. Not really, like, yeah, it'll obviously, like, because they're the royal family, it'll impact the people of Muni. But I really don't think it's going to, like, matter with the people of Muni. Yeah, I don't think uh, the people of Muni will be a significant, uh, like, character on the show. Like, right. it's, who, who even cares? I also don't think we have, in terms of, like, us judging Moon, I don't think we have any sort of context. I didn't even know that the people knew about Glossaric. Like, ha- yeah. Like, yeah, so... <laughs> and that was more, I think, of, like, to me, it seemed more like they don't want to panic. Like, being like, like, we've lost, like, the Book of Magic and, like, the, like, the family wand. Like, that's more, I, like, that would, to me, that was more of, like, well, granted, that's also a really, like, annoying trope that's been, like, used five ever. Like, we don't tell them. We don't want to cause a panic. Like, shut up. But I feel yeah, like that's no, more no. of what it was going for. Yeah, no, that is that is an inherent part of this trope. Like, the, literally on the 100, yeah. It's, 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 it, it's I, I'm, I'm a little sick of this, yeah. Okay, um, Steve says, Moon having an unantagonistic or at least civil relationship with Ludo's family. That was a big surprise. I didn't expect that. Good thing she left River. He probably would have said or done something <laughs> racist. Okay, yeah, pause here. So uh, I got some flack for calling, like, like a sci-fi speciesist things racist in the uh, recently um so like I Voltron 
I th- yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I, I called. Uh, I said Allura was being racist, and so on. Yes, which I would counter with y'all a lot. So, um, I actually think it's an accurate label, just in terms of semantics. But I do, I understand in context, it, like given the context of our society, it might be insensitive. So I apologize. Okay, yeah. continuing. It is. I do think it's like the ter- the ter- the sci fi term, but whatever. Um, continuing. Moon having some empathy for the monsters. Maybe there is some Eclipsa in, to, uh, in her. Also, Moon uh, should wear her hair down more. She looked awesome with her hair down. Okay. So, Same. yeah. Okay, I don't know that much. Yeah, I guess it's surprising that uh, Moon was civil with Ludo's family. Um, we don't really well, have context, yeah. though. I don't know. Well, we keep getting this, like, whole, like, monsters and humans, and also, like, the monsters have literally been after Star since day one. So it's hard to like, I this I do think this is kind of a shock in that like, we, but it was shocking in that what we've seen before, it's not like we knew anything otherwise. It was just really weird. Yeah. And specifically Ludo's family, because like Ludo has been after Star the whole time. Yeah. Um, it it, it seems incongruous to Moon's image, but um, everything we got was just new information. So we didn't really have context for any of it. So I don't, I don't know. Um, Steve says, great to see Ponyhead, Janna, Kelly, and the rest. I thought Janna, uh, putting her arms around Star when she was in distress is a big moment for her character. She was beyond being hilarious. It shows she does care. She has empathy. It's something we haven't seen from her. Um, just me or is these girls, uh, to Star what the Magic Council is, uh, to Moon? It makes sense they knew about Star's feelings for Marco, especially Janna. She was there to see Star's behavior during Bon Bon. And Ponyhead has known Star for a long time, so she'd probably know. Yeah. There's, we check, we always check in with Steve for our Janna comments. And I agree, this is a yes. big, uh, this is a good moment for Janna's character, for sure. You know, it was definitely like, oh, Janna's like kind of a person. Yeah. I feel like that's season two, and that's the slogan for season two is, oh, yeah, yeah. Jane is kind of a person. Oh, right. Jane is yeah. a thing. Yeah. How is Star going to interact with her crew while on the run? I think that's a big concern I have. Well, um, I mean, Ponyhead's just going to pop up, like, whenever. I guess Ponyhead can go wherever she wants, yeah. Maybe I Kelly can see too. Ponyhead trying to help Marco. Yeah, maybe maybe Marco goes to, if Marco doesn't know where Star is, like, he checks the castle, um, no Star, like, he goes to Ponyhead and is like, what's up? Like, they, like or goes to Ponyhead, like, where do y'all go? Like, where, we're like, yeah. where are places Star would go? Yeah, and then uh, we have another Marco Ponyhead type episode, yeah, I could see that. Which, that'd be hilarious, that's yeah. so good, their dynamic yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, stars, uh, indifference feelings towards Oscar and hanging out with him. Perhaps that is when she realized her true feelings for Marco and Oscar confirmed dropout. He might grow up to be like sensei if this music <laughs> career doesn't work out. So star oh, might've, so star might've dodged a bullet. I definitely star dodged a bullet there. I agree oh, well, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I like the Oscar sensei comparison. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think sensei is much cooler though. Well, yeah, eh, cooler and eh, relative. He's less <laughs> annoying than Oscar. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Steve says, and it got dark. Uh, Lachmid is dead. Uh, I wonder since Moon took his remains, will he be revived? I kind of hope he stays dead just to, so his sacrifice has some more meaning. And when the others get revived, it could be more important for their character development, especially Romulus and Hekapu. Oh, poor do, Romulus. Yeah, poor Romulus. And Hekapu, she didn't do much, but I still love her. And she got rid of Ludo's bats in a hilarious way. Um... A lot of Lachmit rip Lachmit comments. Um, uh, okay, Steve has another one out later, so I'll get to a little uh, pause. Um, Steve says, when Star said goodbye to Marco, I didn't know what to expect. I thought maybe she would give him a kiss on the lips. I honestly thought that, too. I'm with you, Steve. Oh, my God. I would have died. So, um, <laughs> no, yeah, we would have just died. I would not be here to talk about it. I would not have recovered. Um, uh, but she confessed good for her, so bad for both of them. I'll just stop. Yeah. Um, 
Don't e- I you can't even think about the potential Stark. I can't handle it right now. Don't I can't. Okay. Um, I, I have there are a th- little Dylan's and Dylan's head like exploding right now. <laughs> don't you? We, we don't, I don't need a, that in my head, and then I have to go read fan fiction after. No, not happening. No. Um, I, I have it there, even though it doesn't make sense with the confession that can just be justified with Star did that for her own peace of mind. Uh, my theory, the next day, Mark, when everyone else in Echo Creek's memories of Star ever coming to Earth are erased. No! I, I think early episodes next season, you'll have a Star Muni plots and Marco Earth plots, perhaps the first episode or two of the Marco plot being about Marco and the others regaining their memories. And then Marco, who I assume still has the scissors, in fact, could trigger the scissors, could trigger his memories, will decide whether or not to go to Muni find Star. I think the memory erasing would be a plot device to buy Star time to do what she has to do in Muni before Marco shows up. I think this is Steve's best comment this is like a um this is a uh, legitimate thing they could do um i think it would make a lot of sense with some of the tropey type stuff that they've been doing if we went this um this forgetting star exist type route no <laughs> rejected no we're not so, like, how dylan feel like this yeah. kiss would have killed him this is like i hate this i yeah. hate this like i see it in fan fiction i'm like no i'm gonna cry for like two years this sucks yeah and i see it on no 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 no. Yeah. No. The thing is, it would add so much drama, Starco drama, that the type, thing, the type of thing, the type of thing they've been doing. It would make a lot of sense. I literally can't. Like, I'm so yeah. irritated. I honestly thought that, too. And I was like, no. Yeah. I think they're not going to do this. They better um, not. I'm going to yeah. be kicked. The only the only thing that yeah the room disappearing that kind of that's what could that's what causes this thought. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, is uh, that um, would be a part. Yeah, that ripped you apart. Yeah, um, I like think that's equivalent to when Cora lost the past lives, which I am the only person who will never get over that. Okay, this is way more devastating than Cora losing the past. Uh, lies. Okay. Anyway, we we're not going to get into this for the hundredth time, but yeah, um, that's that's probably one of our most talked about things. I thank God. It is because I like literally bring it you up. Bring every it up time. literally always. Yeah. Um, I think they're not going to do this. That being said, I think it would fit be in theme with the Starco drama that's happening right now. No, I mean a hundred percent, which is why I'm like no, because I can see them doing it and I don't want it. Yeah. No. Steve says Starco is not dead. It will never be, though. I'm not sure about Lockman. <laughs> He's too long, right? Yeah. So okay, he's, why are people that's saying comment? That's really funny. Yeah, that's a good. I, I really like that comment. Yeah. So, um, why is everyone more concerned about him than the rest of the council? Because he can bring people back to life. Yeah, but like he's yeah. so. I guess because he he, d- he like died on his own without having yeah. the magic zapped out of him by uh, Toffee. So maybe that would indicate he's more dead than the others. He, he's mostly dead. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's that being said, Moon takes his remains just like everyone else. Yeah. So I don't know like what they're doing with it, because like, obviously, there's like the whole sacrifice thing, which would be really great. Like, great. It hurts like Al. And then it's like really sad. And like Star got dark real quick. But I, I mean, I also feel like there's a really good chance that like they're all just going to come back. Yeah, why would Moon take his remains if he's not coming back? Also, just really weird that like their eyes go black. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, I think that I think it's supposed to be that they're not like physically dead or physically dead or whatever, but they just had their magic essence drained. I think that that was my read on it, but we don't have it explained. Yeah, I really don't know. Like, it just looked bad. (laughs) Moon scooping up Lockman was so deliberate, though, that I think that he has to that has to come back in some way. And like, and it and like her getting their bodies, like yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I think he's going to get revived with everyone else. Although I agree that one might, I think Alex or so, whatever, say, I think that might cheapen the, the sacrifice a little, but who knows? Whatever. Um, Steve says, I hope this love triangle is not the same mess we saw in Korra. Oh, no, it's 100% not going to be that. We're good. I think Marco is smart enough, uh, is a smart enough guy. He's not going to make the same mistakes Mako did. No, because Mako. Ma- how, what, Marco what do you think of the Mar- Mar- Marco Mako comparison? They have very similar names. So they do. Um, that's the only similarity because Marco is great and precious, and Mako sucks. So. <laughs> Uh, oh. the the pretty similar sounding names though. I think that that means something. No. Okay. No. I Mark guess is not. a sweetheart, and he's not going to do that. <laughs> he's not dumb like Mako. Um. That being said, uh, Marco had uh, spent thirty years with Hecapu, who is <laughs> kind of a firebender. So maybe. Oh my god. Maybe the I, I'm going to start this Marco Mako comp- conspiracy. Oh god. I Dylan is going to troll me. <laughs> forever now about this and i'm so irritated yeah thanks that's the, steve that's the new troll good job steve okay and last steve kind getting rid of the high school setting no that means no jana don't take away my jana okay we can if, still have jana but not have high school uh if we have a time skip and start the new school year perhaps in the time that ferguson and alonso have moved away and if we are really lucky so has oscar <laughs> so <laughs> steve wants good. oscar ferguson alonso gone but yeah don't take away steve's jana I we agree. can just have like i mean let's okay let's Imagine a scene where Marco is like getting ready to go on his great interdimensional quest to find Star, and Janice shows up, and like she like steals the scissors, and she's like, "Um, you have to take me with you." Yeah, no, I I want Jan involved with with whatever we're doing. I agree. Like, like Jana, Marco, and Ponyhead, that'd be great. Dream team. Yeah, and then Marco being irritated with them the whole time—that's great. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was gonna. I'll save. I'll save that. I was. I'll, I'll save a, uh, a future star comment later. Okay. So there's two comments. So now we have comments from Polymath. Um, Polymath um, has emailed me several times about with star comments, and um, he did it again here. And I'm not a hundred percent sure if these were comments for the feedback show, but they're being read on the feedback show. So here you go. <laughs> there's there's another long comments, and it is the edited version. So here we go from Polymath. I loved both of the episodes, Face the Music and Star Crush. However, Star Crush did leave me on the edge of my seat, literally, even during the Oscar parts. I cringed a lot during those moments, but it is still interesting how much more open Oscar is with his new haircut. And now, now it seems Star is the more mature one rather than when she first met oscar agree yes um yeah face the music was good i liked the song's lyrics especially behind the jesters cross it took me a while to understand that but when i saw an amv of the song which included ludo, ludo rising over bon bon's grave in bon bon i finally understood it um i guess Ooh, that, i didn't get yeah. that now i get it i guess that's true yeah watching the trailers i was expecting a very upbeat positive song for star in the dark parts involving glossary and the book po- caught me off guard by a long shot i was absolutely stunned when they ended the song with star and marco i thought uh star and marco in the royal outfits were adorable yes Yes, yes. The yeah, image yeah. projected onto the water on stage was also really cute, Marco, at this tiny crown. I noticed in that one scene that the heart image was projected from a red light, most likely a reference to the blood moon. Hmm. Ooh. Everyone, that's like the number one thing people say is like uh, relating things in Star Code to Blood Moon. And I never, oh, yeah. yeah, I never like catch it or think of it. But yeah, Star's actions through the song were precious. I like the mention of Ludo's, fa- I thought the mention of Ludo's family would be a one off deal, but they gave us Ludo's uh, fam. What they gave us Ludo's family really adds something to the character. I like that they actually offer him a bit of redemption or sympathy rather than making him evil just because I actually felt sorry for Ludo. Dennis was great too. I saw Tumblr theory that Ludo's family may have some 
something to do with Eclipsa, then Polymath linked to a Tumblr post, which showing an eye symbol on lots of things now that we know are linked to Ludo's family, including the mansion and other like Ludo family heirlooms. And then also we have a shot of Eclipsa with the same eye symbol on it. So interesting. Yeah. So, um, Unsure if intentional, unsure if the show does stuff like that, but uh, that's really interesting if Ludo's family ties to Eclipsa, maybe they're descendants of It'd be very Eclipsa. Gravity Falls-esque. Yeah, it would be. And also it's like an eye on it. That's, you know, that's a ground. Yeah. 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 So that I think that's interesting. That t- Tumblr post. Um, yeah, I don't know. You can. It's, it's it's somewhere. But yeah. So um, it's Star- somewhere. somewhere. Star was excellent. Again, it had me on the edge of my seat all throughout. I like that they're showing the passage of time in the series. Star and Marco's early interactions were too cute. I still didn't understand how Oscar got a car onto the convenience store rooftop. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thoughts. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was just there already. It could have been. Who knows? Um, the whole will it fly to Mars conversation was very awkward. Star's response, however, reflects how much she's matured since the series started. I would have expected early Star to have gone along with what Oscar was saying. I love that Star actually noticed the absurdity in the notion. I like that Star is now making Oscar goo-goo-eyed for her rather than the other way around. I think Star has become less impulsive now. Yes. Uh, I will say the star, the uh, star losing her uh, Oscar crush thing happened pretty fast. It wasn't too long ago in season, yeah. in the same season where that still existed. That's I don't, true. And I'm not sure when the turnaround on this well, was. Well, I Probably. think it's, all of it has to do, I think, with like kind of just this like sadness over Marco. Yeah, the drama that she, yeah, the uh, emotions that she feels from Marco have kind of clouded this, um, in, in her mind, much less important type of person. Also, hence she. I mean, I'm just like again. Everything happened in a blur. It's hard for me to remember. But like, had, had she had she lost the book yet? Um, no. This was before losing the book. Yeah. yeah so the, so, you, so I guess you anything. can say post post uh, Bon Bon Star is different. Yeah. 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 Uh, the final scenes were heart-wrenching. It broke my heart when Star first rejected her crush on Marco to his uh, to his face. It felt as if everything was going to be okay. Then Star's conversation with Moon felt like an assessment of how, of how Star was when she arrived on Earth and how she is now. And the fact that she had to leave so soon as she was fighting an uphill battle felt so sudden. You could see it in the expression on her face when Moon tells her Toffee had returned. I wonder if Star mentioned... Uh, Toffee at the end of season one, uh, at the end of Storm the Castle, when she was explaining things. If she did not, I think Moon uh, not having to explain to Star who Toffee was, uh, nor what happened to Moon and Toffee was interesting. The fact that Star and Moon knew the gravity of some something such as Toffee, even though we do not know if they ever talked about him together even once, they share a fear and concern. Um, this is true. We yes. don't. Yeah. There's and some it's interesting too because like it's not like Star really had any recognition for Toffee like when she first met him. Yes. Uh, I, it seems like something happened off screen that provided yes. some context for them both knowing how grave Toffee returning is. And I don't yes. know if we'll ever have that addressed, to be honest. Um, but I could that, see them doing it kind of like a like River doesn't know what's going on. They have to have like, let's tell River what's going on. Yeah, that we. Yeah, I could see that. It's it's possible that the context is that just Toffee is just kind of like legendary immunity, or but that yeah. doesn't really make any sense with the Ludo interactions in season one. And like how uh, Star didn't know. Maybe she, Toffee's just in. Yeah, I did. I don't even remember from the finale. Did did did, did, did Toffee like identify himself as Toffee? Maybe she just she just didn't recognize his form. But then again, in the painting, he looks like that. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, there's too also, many. Also, they can be retconning things like that happens. So yeah, no, yeah, I. I 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's even a retcon. It's more just like a uh, slight oversight just to make yeah. it so that things are going fast in the moment. It's not really, not like an oversight. It's just slightly ignoring something that maybe yeah. needed addressing because we're ending the episode very fast. Then again, maybe that's something that'll be addressed in season three. Um, I was still stunned that Star actually admitted her feelings for Marco that I was slightly uh, spoiled via Tumblr. No, bad. Should, don't go on Tumblr bad. when you haven't watched something. <laughs> that's the rule. I that's- literally was not on Tumblr all month because I was like, I cannot be spoiled. Yeah, no, you can't. You don't go. Yeah, you just can't do it. Blacklist. Yeah, also because enough. of Steven Universe. Because I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was heartbroken when Stan Star ran off crying. The the final moments of the season were incredible. Star's room disappearing without a trace, and Marco staring back uh, to Cute. a sight uh, from a distant past life. The room before Star after if the credits were silent, they were still. The fact that uh, we are staring at the Diaz household, missing one of its most important features, is stunning. Star is not there to sing her happy song, nor to lighten the mood after every episode. Now it is empty. It is empty. Why are you being so dramatic, bro? <laughs> this uh, I already felt depressed about it. You didn't need to accentuate. Wait, you didn't uh, have to write poetry. Yeah. In come here. on, come on, Polly Math. He was already, already feeling depressed without the depressing poetry. That was, that's good. That's good. That was very deep. Um, finally, some last minute comments. First, I'd like to know what happened to Marco when he saw Eclipse's chapter and how it compares to what happened to Ludo. Second, I saw a post on Tumblr that if all of stars gone from the Earth, that could include the laser poppies. I okay, hope. See, um, I if people might have seen my tweet where I was screaming, "What about the laser puppies?" Um, he says, I hope they hide aw- and lock away Toffee's finger. I think the laser puppies are gone. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the saddest thing, right? I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah. They're everywhere, and they're so cute. Yeah. That's not know. okay. Like, yeah. I love the laser puppies. Yeah. And, like, Marco's gonna be so sad. Like, he loves the laser puppies. But he will have no memory of the laser no. puppies, nor star. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. I already had to um, deal with this nonsense and fantastic beast. This isn't okay. I'm trying to even remember that happening. Oh, I guess the yeah, the rain, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sad. Whatever. No thanks. Whatever. whatever. Um, yeah, good stuff, Polyma. Thank you very much for the comments. We move to Jordan. Jordan says, I loved the season finale, like, a lot. I was so happy to see Star- the Starco confession. I mean, this is literally how teens react to things, and it's great. Also, I may have missed it, but no one commented on the silence. Yes, we did. Star wasn't singing her song, and it's silent and just so sad, especially after everything that happened. On the other hand, I think Star might pull a ruby or won't get a Star and Marco back until midseason. Yeah. Uh, midseason, try the whole season, bro. <laughs> That's yeah. It. Yeah. Um, yeah so i i this yeah this is literally how teens react to things i've always said one of the best uh things about this show is the is the realistic portrayal of uh kids starring marco's age and their interactions and i I agree and i agree the finale continued that yeah they were i guess they're a little composed for people their age but um they're they're pretty mature people i think so well also they've been going on like magical adventures so like that kind of that kind of ages you up real quick also you know marco um chronologically is 40 now so you know true (laughs) we don't even need to get into that that's the whole (laughs) thing yeah uh, here's comments from uh, patron Devon. Uh, Devon says, I really liked the finale. It was one of the few shows that I watched that had the main character go through an emotional climax for the fin- the finale instead of fighting some big bad villain. Yeah, it's an interesting um, choice to have the action away from Star and uh, the actual climax of the finale be Star's emotional arc. Yeah. I mean, I think it's... I know you kind of had like some complaints about it when we were like covering the episode. I don't I necessarily do th- mean it negative now. But, well, right. Uh, yeah. I just think it's uh, 
especially in this kind of show, I think this is really important, especially as we're exploring like these, like, I mean, the age that star and Marco are like, this is kind of really important, kind of like formative, like yeah. things. And it's, I mean, that's just really great. Especially like, I don't know. There's star in the beginning was kind of formulaic. And then we've kind of like completely branched away from that. It, granted, there's nothing wrong with formulaic, but it's just really, I don't know. I, like, I love that, that it was this emotional journey. We've been focusing on it all season and I'm excited to see more of it. And we also even had Marco go on like an emotional journey in one episode. So exploring that more will also be, I think we're probably yeah. going to get into that too. Yeah. Regardless of my um, my like complaints about the action not focusing on the main characters is bad. Given th- this season was the second half of the season was all about Star's arc, and this is the perfect climax for that. This is what we saw. Yeah, yes. So I I did really think it was. It we had to have the Starko blow up. Yeah, like I think that's the best climax to the, to the season. It's completely separate from my view on the action. Anyway, um, Devon says, I really liked Moon in these two episodes. One of the biggest appeal uh, appeals to a character is if they are female and can kick butt just like ever, anyone else. The fact that she was on the only one of the out, out of the council that didn't go down in one hit was really impressive. We really, She kind of, well, we she was off screen. She kind of did go down, but. Um, well, I think that was more of like, it, I think it's very clear that she was, that she, she was, she was, yeah, she asked. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I also got that impression. Um, we Which really is why get- I was like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you were like, no, you just did not. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. not okay. Yeah. Yeah, we really get a gauge of where Star gets her raw power from. Imagine if she had yeah. more training. Yikes, she would be terrifying. A uh, C episode, uh, baby. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because I just start watching, started watching the show about a month ago and caught up by binging, so I don't remember individual episodes. But Jackie seems flat to me. Uh, just one of the typical laid back hipster kids, which is good for Marco since he's kind of serious. But I think a real purpose is for him to have another female friend f- besides Star. So of the eventual Starco, she would just. Be be a friend he could lean on um well she's kind of the opposite of star yeah a little i i think jackie jackie's calling jackie flat is like not like wrong um she's not like uh, she doesn't have deep characterization for sure you know like but i i think given her role in the show she's characterized appropriately and well well she's more i mean she's definitely characterized more than like character like in shows like Star vs. the Force right, Evil right. and like with a character like like the role that Jackie plays, like she's definitely a lot more characterized and she even plays a greater role than like the typical like side character love interest. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's a uh, unreasonable complaint to want more character from Jackie. Uh, we can say I'll- the same thing for Janna though. Like honestly, all of the characters other than honestly, the only side character who is like really well characterized is like Ponyhead. Um, I, I, yeah, I guess I think, I think Jana is better characterized. I, it's not, it's not that, that far away. I think like Ferguson and Alonzo were better characterized in the first season than Jackie right now, but not like, um, I didn't think that they were terrible characters. Honestly, <laughs> well, I don't know. But, I think it's yeah. more also, it's the different, like, it's also the, di- they're different characters. Like Jana yeah. is like a weirdo and like, she does really weird things and she's definitely more out there. And we have this kind of like, mischievous... more, it's, it's more of a distinct personality. Yeah, so it's, you know, yeah. And then yeah. Jackie, like. Jackie can be like who she is and still be like a decent character. It's just ha- the kind yeah. of character she is. Yeah, I think I think we I, we've only seen Jackie through other people's eyes so far, so it would require some sort of uh, perspective. Like, to be her. honest, if Jackie was a guy, people would be like, "Oh, he's just like the cool aloof character." Yeah, I agree with that. 
Um, so I think there's a lot of there's also a lot of that stuff. Like you're not used to seeing characters like Jackie. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I do. I do think um, I like. I think Jackie's like adequately characterized. I think that um, she'd potentially benefit from a perspective episode, but that yeah. also kind of is not the point of her character. So you know. But I, I do think what she did in the finale was really nice. Like she's really cool. Like I think she's like. Like, yeah, she's, I agree. She, she plays she, a good. She, she plays a good role, like in the show. Yeah, I agree. Um, Laffy's Ludo and Toffee power of draining life. Oh my uh, god! What? Yeah, what are you in on the Laffy name? No, I'm not. In it's on not a Luffy. ship. It's just no, a. It's so weird. What? <laughs> I am, like, I'm just like stunned. What? Laffy's power of, dra- oh of draining god. life force slash magical energy is really surprising. How does Toffee even know magic? Because from what we've seen, only Ludo- from we've seen from Ludo, the only spell he even knew is the levitation spell. Um, so I think this goes back to the presentation of Toffee in Into the Wands, and that he's some sort of um, some sort of past uh, powerful force that was kind of in hiding in season one. So it's not really the Toffee we know, right? Like, yeah. uh, well. I don't know. There's also this kind of like Toffee was, I mean, Toffee was using Ludo in like his monsters anyway. So I feel like this is more like, like he Toffee's just doing what he's doing. Like now that it's convenient for him. Um, yeah, I, I think there's an element of he was hiding some sort of power, but, um, he's definitely again using Ludo. And there's it, also, he really might not have inherent magic to him. Like he really might need the book or like he needs something to like, you, yeah, that's a good question. Does does uh, Laffy need the wand? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing that the season's probably going to explore, actually. Well, Brandon, I do think there was this, like, so the wand doesn't work for Ludo anymore. So there's, like, the question that, so there's two options, I feel like. There's, like, either it doesn't work anymore because Toffee's in control of it, and he's like, nah, Ludo. Or it's that um, Toffee drained the magic from the wand. And that's what's like why he's able to do this. And it's the same color. Like he's been using the green stuff. So like, who knows? The green stuff. The yeah. green stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll table. This is an interesting discussion for the future. So I, I have no immediate comments, but it is interesting. Um, songs of the past weeks have been excellent. I hope they continue to be good going in the next season. Overall, really good finale. I can't wait for season three to see Laffy plot come to a head. And more importantly, Starco finally happen. Yeah. Um, yes, and yes to Laffy, and um, I, just... <laughs> um, I actually think I hope I do hope they have more songs uh, next season. I think um, yes, Brian, the composer, has been killing it with that, and they've had great guest stars singing. And yeah, uh, definitely. I kind of like that they're rarer than even Steven Universe songs, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they're like even better treats. Even even better treats. <laughs> it's like the difference between like. Having even, even like an treats. ice cream cone and okay. then like a milkshake. Uh, elaborate. I mean, I just think milkshakes are the best food on the universe, though. So, like, I don't know. So you're saying um, star uh, star songs are uh, cookout milkshakes? Is that what you're saying? Yes, it's an Oreo chocolate milk cookout shake. <laughs> yes, Dignity, you remember my cookout? Of course. Shake. Do, I do mean, you still my get cur- it? No, because like I like chocolate cobbler. <laughs> And I got yeah, a fruit one, yeah. shake. I got like an orange push-up. That one's nasty. Don't do that one. 
No, I don't do the fruit. Actually, like the high C milkshake is like A plus. I like how you're able to recite my cookout milkshake order from. Yeah, that was good. 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 Yeah, you're <laughs> good. 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 Okay. Uh, comments. Uh, your comments with co- about cookout in the comments. yeah, okay. and also yeah. like go to cookout and get an Oreo chocolate mint milkshake because yeah. Dylan is wrong about a lot of things, but he's very right about this milkshake. <laughs> I'm very right about that. That's the those <laughs> that are the two unics. Yeah. That was really good. If I have to be right about anything, I'd prefer it to be about things as consequential as cookout milkshakes, to be honest. So, um, (laughs) okay, continuing. Um, We're already, yeah, okay. Marquise, comments from Marquise says, um, I'll never get over how, how, uh, yeah, freaking cool. And I was, I'm a little scarred now on this, uh, having to censor things. He censors himself later in this comment. How freaking cool and awesome Moon is. Her armor and fighting style is so reminiscent of classic uh, magical girl anime because uh, I swear she's based off everything in uh, Madoka Magica. Um, Dark secrets and plot twist, basically. Um... I'd need to analyze that more. I'm a big. I can't comment on that yeah. at all. I'm a big, big Madoka, Madoka fan. Um, I also like seeing this new uh, bad asterisk 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 layer added to her character. However, I wonder if the new season will have her revert to the sort of overbearing prissy queen she was characterized to be due to them returning to Muni and having uh, to having maybe to hide uh, having Star hide. Regardless, I need a backstory episode of her in her being the undaunted AP stat. Um, yeah, she's Moon the Undaunted. Yeah, I would love a backstory episode to, yes. uh, with how she got that name. That'd be really cool. Like, uh, also, when's Star gonna get her cool name? Like, yeah, no, Star the. Uh, I mean, she's the Rebel Princess. But it has to be something cool with the Rebel Princess. Star like, of the I'm Rebel. Sorry. I'm Star sorry, the Rebel. Rebel is not as good as the Undaunted. So. Yeah, Undaunted's pretty good. I don't know how we're going to top that. Let's, it's like let's... my mass spec professors. Like, if you add Cyclotron to anything, it makes it sound immediately cooler. So we need something like that. Okay, like... We'll, we'll start to draft up Star. That can be our its own podcast. Is um, We just break out a thesaurus and we run through names until yes. we find out <laughs> find a name for Star. Um, back to Marquise's comments. Uh, star hanging out with a Jana Banana is a cute AF. Hashtag Starna. Yes. There's a there's your tweet. Tweet that out. Star hanging out with a Jenna Banana is cute AF hashtag Starna. Yeah, are you yeah. in on the Starna? I mean, of course. Okay, here I'll I'll comment this thing that I was going to comment now. I think now is the perfect time for us to have a star exploring her, her uh, romantic interest plot. Um, if if Marco has to be gone, it is time for a star to date a girl. Like, yes, one hundred twenty five percent, or to find out that she has dated a girl in the past. Oh yeah, or she just has, and we just yeah, and we just and like we're, and yeah. it's just like really chill. It's like oh yeah, like yeah. maybe we run into her like X, and I'd be like, yeah. that's a girl. <laughs> yeah, related. Is it time to give a star the bisexual haircut? Yes. Yeah. So the referring to the I don't know shoulder length. It's like um, it's like a bob. It's like an asymmetrical yeah. bob. Yeah, which has been in many. The, her, it's the Cora book for haircut. Like everyone um, knows. Yeah, it's 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 a meme Tumblr post. I think that a star would look so cute in that. And um, th- this is the time. This is like the star uh, tragic arc. This is the time you cut the character's hair, like we saw yes. with like Zuko. So um, do you, I actually think they could do that? Well, like, I feel like this kind of like I mean, I just keep it like I don't understand them just going to the castle and like boarding themselves in. I feel like they're going to go on the run and like right, maybe yeah. they need to gather like magical things. I don't know. You could maybe she. It's more convenient for her not to have long hair on the run. Maybe she's disguising herself. Like there's a lot of reasons more with to like do a it. ponytail. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, and um, these two new are outfits. very. Yeah, new outfits. That could be a big thing for. Can we get Marco a new outfit, please? Oh, don't insult the red hoodie. I mean, no, I know the red hoodie's iconic, but like, come on, iconic, dude. Come on. Like I'm just Avatar. They got new outfits every season, and I just like things like that. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, some form of new red hoodie for Marco that uh, still was, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think these two things are related for Star. The the uh, the shorter haircut and the uh, girlfriend. Um, hashtag get Star girlfriend. There you go. Yeah. Um, seeing Ludo's mom with a black eye is sad, kind of, because I'm pretty sure it's implied she's uh, neglectful and evil stuff. Uh, also, what are his parents the king of? <laughs> Good question. Um, birds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really like the song, not just because of uh, Patrick Stump either. Maybe I like how it's split up into three segments, one about Starving Awesome sounding just like her, one dark ominous talking about the stuff that happened in the second half of the season, essentially. I love the bass in this part. Also, Starko, so perfectly awkward, but kind of annoyingly forced IMO. That's the whole point, though. Like, and it was yes. great. Yeah, it was great. The fight is awesome. More moon being in good cinematography. Yes, that was all caps. That's why I tried to I agree. like that. And uh, was it yes uh, or was it yas, Dylan? It was yas, like 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 bubbles in uh, the uh, panda first panda episode. Yeah, Uh, but IMO them killing off the commission and trying to make it emotional doesn't work too well since we barely knew them. I mean, I like them, yeah, sure, but they. I buy into that stuff so like so hard. Like I saw Moon, like and I was like, (gasps) like I just I don't know. It gets me. Like I am literally that person always. So they did they did it really well too. Um, This is one of the best season finales of any show I've ever seen and i applaud this show for reaching some serious heights and growth i wonder how the third and fourth seasons will develop and i've always envisioned star svtfoe being just super silly and weird and with some cool occasional plot episodes will they uh, cool it down with all the filler and go to more plot heavy will the show be too dragged out in season four will people ever see how obviously canon starco is and be quiet will eclipse the end game i don't know but i'm ready to find out in like six months no not that long just a few months three months sooner three four months yeah that was a good ending paragraph um will uh people ever uh, see how obviously canon starco is no because people watch the show and turn their brains off and they think jarko and stuff you can ship jarko but also there are people who literally watch shows and just refuse to ship whatever is like the main ship so yeah there's a lot of people that do that yeah yeah um i disagree with this being one of the best season finales i think this was like very good top 10 these were both top 10 episodes of star but i wouldn't put either of these in like the top three of the show even i i would Top five, maybe, but I think that um, Blood Moon, uh, Sit Running with Scissors, and Bon Bon are better episodes than either of these finale episodes. And I, I think I, I think Baby's in contention. Like, I Oh, think Baby's really yeah. good. Yeah, and um, I think, like, uh, Candle Cares isn't, you know, there's there's a lot of good ones. What do you think? Um, like, I think this is, like, re- the finale episodes were, like, really good, but not necessarily, like, super, like inc- absolutely incredible. Well, I, I mean, I think they were, I mean, I really enjoyed them, obviously. I would, I mean, I think Running with Scissors is, like, potentially, like, the best episode ever. But, um, I, you said one of the episodes and I didn't agree with it, but I don't remember now. (laughs) Too Um, late, yeah, okay. Definitely top five. Like, they're, I mean, they're really good. Like, these are great. And I do, they're great season finales, but, like, I'm not going to put it up there. Like, for me, like best season finale of a show i've ever watched ever is like they're competing with cora and i'm like no sorry yeah, I mean, like, these, these 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 aren't avatar cora finales you can, no. these are potentially better than like cora book too but these aren't and um, i definitely yeah. i don't think it's better than the rick and morty finale yeah and rick and morty finales aren't even the best episodes of right. the show but yeah and, and and star the star season one finale was like good but not like incredible right. and this is a big improvement in the finale so I, I did like that no it's still great like i love star and like star like when i first started watching it i was like okay whatever and now i'm like yeah. oh my god star so yeah 
Um, so the, I have a comment here from patron Andy, and this is controversial TM. I'm going to read it, but I might table this discussion for a future podcast because I don't know if I want to get into it 55 minutes in, but Andy says, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm a huge Starco shipper, but I think the, but I think this arc we've seen, we've been seeing is much more satisfying if they don't end up together. Star <laughs> does have a crush on Marco. I heard but controversial it's... and I was like, what are we going to talk about? And now I'm like, okay, now I see. <laughs> Not controversial to me okay i know obviously don't you interrupted my serious reading of this important comment okay (laughs) geez um (laughs) i think this arc we've been seeing is what could be more contra delaney what could be more controversial than saying that starco should not end up together that's like the most controversial (laughs) thing you could possibly say in all of the world so except except like zatara but like okay yeah true this is (laughs) we're not into that territory but um but i think this arc we've been seeing is much more satisfying they don't end up together star does have a crush on marco but it's a crush crushes end all the time you go on a date with someone you realize it's not what you want and that's it or you grow past it they've been treating stars character a lot of respect this season and i'm looking forward to whichever path they choose okay this is not a new debate i think this is the no. this is the debate this is the position michelle took on um on yes. starco um and i i'm gonna i'll probably table this to see what she has to say to this but um it's it's still a valid point is what i would say i i don't know i don't know what's changed i i, I think this is still a valid point and i also don't think that um like for me it's not important whether they're literally together at the end of the show like it whether they're dating and their soulmates at the end of the show or whether they've tried it and um they realize they're better just as friends the important part is that we explore the arc of it yes yeah like i don't care if they're together at the end but well the thing is too like it really it honest to god doesn't matter if it's just platonic or romantic it's just this like because it's good either way because like we have this really healthy realistic cute adorable like friendship romance whatever and it's great yeah i agree um i i I do think that um there's a danger in legitimizing um these type of crush things that uh, kind of andy get into in that um it's more satisfying if we explore this just being a crush but i also don't think that's what they presented i think this is being presented as real feelings based off of them being best friends that's i think emphasizing that really helps that like i don't think this is we're getting into uh this this type of crush territory like i think that this is um this is not star crushing on uh oscar this is different like i think the finale really emphasized that i think that this is legitimate like romantic feelings yeah, no, 100%. Like, this is like, I mean, I'm going to bring it up. It's Disney, and it's the same. Like, this is like when Kim and Ron got together on Kim Possible. Like, that's what this is. It's like two best friends. They've been, like, they're really great friends. They've been on, like, these crazy adventures, and they fall in love, and that's great. Love it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's also fine. Like, it's also really important to have, like, um, relationships between um, the genders, and, like, they don't have to, like, be a thing. That's fine, too. I don't care. But, like, Either one of those is great. I just love like how it's been like how it's been executed so far on the show has been great. It's really healthy, it's awesome, and it's cute. Like it's yeah. just good stuff. Like it's really yeah. positive, no how no matter how you spin it. I just really ship it because it's adorable. Yeah. But like I'm also fine if they don't get together. Granted, it's kind of weird though, because Steven and Connie on Steven Universe are also really cute, but I like hundred percent don't ship it, so I don't know. S- same, weird. same TM. It's weird. Um, I don't know. So yeah, if, if if the if the argument is um it's just a crush, I think we've addressed that already. I think it's not just a crush. If the argument is that it's super heteronormative, I agree, and yes. I think that you can partly deal with that by having started a girl. So more <laughs> hashtag started a girlfriend. So or Marco um, gets a boyfriend. I don't care. Right? Like, yeah. Um. Let's let's do this too. Both. So, I don't care. <laughs> both at once, and everyone goes crazy. That would be yeah. 
it'd be too much. Um, let, to close out, Yaoi Kuza says, um, oh man, were you serious when you tossed out the idea of a Jarko episode? I hope that you guys actually do it. While I'm, I'll, I'll admit Star has Endgame written all over it, Jarko is adorable and supportive and amazing and totally deserves a closer look. We could totally do a Jarko podcast. Yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah. I, I think... Um, Shipping I podcasts the- are like our thing. Yeah, if you see Ladybug Roundtables, we did uh, oh my God, four we did. podcasts on the different iterations of Marinette like, Nature. Every version you can have, because it's yeah. ridiculous. Well, it's a little, yeah, it's it's that's a very Ladybug specific thing. And yeah, I we think can... we also had a Moralia podcast because that's yeah, my yeah, life. We did. Yeah, because it's it's yeah. Like we're here um, for oh, like your ships. Yeah. I need to. I saw this um, Chloe and Marinette. Uh, fan art. Of course you did. That's your favorite thing. I, w- I mean, I wasn't even looking for it. It just showed up. <laughs> that sounds really fake. Okay, no, go. it's true. Not. I'm not saying that I go on the tag. I mean, look, it just. I, this is a person I follow, so it just showed up. Okay. Um. Okay, <laughs> that's cute. They're like yeah. dancing. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty great. Okay, yeah. For the right. Okay, deep window. <laughs> it's mine and Dylan's friendship. We message each other like pictures we know the other one would like on Tumblr. Yes. yes. And like funny things. It's constant. I mean, this I feel like really that's cute. like it's like a typical friendship. Yeah, that's pretty. That's what it is. And Marinette has like this great red red. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we can do Jarko podcast. Um. I also like this um attitude from the Jarko ship. A lot of uh, the uh, Starko obviously endgame, but uh, Jarko is great. Like that's totally good opinion. Like yes, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Like, as, I'm just like, I'm so done with, like, shipping wars. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm too yeah, no, old the, for this. Like, I, agree. I have stars I, from, yeah. like, Korra. Like, I'm done. Yeah, I see these things happening on uh, from a distance in the star fandom. Like, I'm like, I've been okay. in, like... LOL, you guys. I've been in the Korasami trenches, okay? Like, I can't yeah. deal with this. One of these things is obviously the cat ang. Like, you will understand at yes. some point. <laughs> yes, but, uh, you'll figure it out. Yeah, Jarko's not even the second most ship. It's the Tom and Marco that's uh, second yes. most. Yeah, which that's fine. Yeah, and I'm like, again... Where is Tom? Is he going to be relevant ever again? Um, yeah, the, the, my, my problem with Tom and Marco is not the two of them. It's just that Tom's not a character. Like, yeah, yeah. So also the whole, like his entire character is just like, he's a demon. He's angry. And it's like, okay. Yeah, they did. I did have the one episode three uh, in the first half of season two. That was, there was a pretty big Tom co-episode. So, or Tom, no, not Tom. Tom. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I do, I do like that Marco is the Katara of the series and not star. Like Marco's the one, Marco's the one everyone ships with anyone. Like there's also like uh, Marco Poo. Like it's, yeah, Marco's the, the shipped one. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Delaney, last comments. That's, that's all the feedback. Oh, I don't, I don't even know. There's just a lot to talk about. We're going to like, there's plenty of round table topics. Yeah. And I have um, several, uh comments parts of comments uh saved for the season uh three theories one so we will get into a lot of stuff there so, so if, y'all, um, if y'all send me asks i'm really slow and i'm sorry if y'all have sent me an ask and i didn't see it because i like forget to check tumblr i apologize yeah because she's avoiding spoilers and because like i'm like super busy and i'm like oh right tumblr's a thing and i have to check pokemon go religiously so like yeah no that's more important i mean come tumblr on. loses out yeah, I mean, Gen 2, I mean, come on. That's more important. So, My girlfriend wanted me to tell you specifically, Dylan, that she hatched a Pichu. Suck it. I I heard I heard this already, though. <laughs> I, you didn't hear the, the suck it part. Oh, I didn't hear the... Specifically oh. from her. I mean, I guess I'm kind of annoyed because I haven't hatched any of them, but also, I don't know. So <laughs> I haven't hatched anything like that either. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um... Yeah, so let, let us know your comments on uh, Pokemon Go and what did we talk about in the middle? Oh, <laughs> cookout, cookout, yeah. Okay. Cookout, yeah, cookout. Yeah. 
Yeah. What this are your is actually, favorite, this What are your favorite cookout combinations? One, this is important stuff because, like, what if it's like groundbreaking stuff we have to try? Yeah, that's true. This could be very important. Yeah, um, even though I don't have any cookouts near me. Also, anymore, they have yeah. cream slushies now at Sonic. I got one because I finally mm. got to live my dream of having a blue coconut cream slushie. It's great. Go get it. Interesting. Interesting. And if you don't, if you're like, what's cookout, then you don't live in the South, American South. So that's all that means. <laughs> so, sure. um, uh, there you go. There's our feedback. Um, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you're listening to, uh, hear more of our star podcast, upcoming Steven Universe discussion, or, mm, I think I'm putting this out after the, the, the whatever episode I was about to mention. So. What is time? We don't yeah. know. Regardless, there's going to be some more Steven coming up anyway. So uh, we'll see when that is. And we're going to have season three. There's a uh, soon upcoming. I also want to get into, um favorite episodes the season two as a whole favorite characters i don't know if those that's all one podcast or two podcasts or three podcasts you know like we'll see we gotta get in uh, our infamous top like so we're like so we're famous yeah. for like shipping podcasts but then also the lists yeah i mean i don't know famous is a stretch i think uh in my mind <laughs> this is the primary goal so yes. uh that's what happens well, dylan yeah. has to have his list it's very important. yeah it is very important so um yeah, send in. Uh, I, I who will be number three on my favorite characters list is up for debate. Um, <laughs> I think that's. I previously said Toffee, but I think there's a few contenders, including you know like Janna, Toffee, yeah. um, Hecapoo. I feel like Hecapoo yeah. could be like. Yeah, there's it's it's tough. I mean, number one and two are locked in. But... Yeah. <laughs> obviously yeah. yeah so we will see uh that, there's your cliffhanger for whenever we record that so uh, thank you guys for listening check out overlyanimated.com um i mentioned a lot of our patrons who gave in gave us feedback you too can become a patron and uh can participate in uh facebook uh only patron group discussions uh hopping recently uh, a lot a lot of, a lot being discussed you can check that out at patreon.com slash overly animated watch this like two-year-old video from me and mel about uh about becoming a patron and thank you much to all of our patrons especially our patron the podcast Catherine, aka cookie cat thank you Catherine, and um we will uh be back whenever with more discussions <laughs> on, on stuff and uh yeah that's it what else? last thoughts delaney uh, you like Davon? We can you can get on our Facebook page. Like if you join, become a patron, and get in the Facebook group, we can also yell at you to make you watch shows like Star that you might not already watch. Um, yeah, I I, I made a post at some point in the the Facebook group saying, uh, I know most of you patrons don't watch Star yet, but you're doing that now, so yep. <laughs> but I have to agree. And yeah, that's that also after- how mine and Dylan's friendship works. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's more like we're going to have to podcast about the show. So, yes. <laughs> so time but then it's things like Doctor Who and I have become the one of the like, I love Doctor Who and it's because Dylan made me watch it. Yeah, I mean, that was I've said this, but that's like that was like literally the most obvious wreck that in, in the history of the world. <laughs> like I meet Delaney and then I see you want to talk to him like this show is like literally meant for you as a person. Um, that you couldn't couldn't be more obvious. OK, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, star is meant for everyone though yes yeah there you go that's our that's our hashtag concluding so thank you guys very much for listening and we will see you next time bye bye